this is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Oysters have a luxury connotation, but I explained in my most recent food section column, and those also go under the name The Whole Dish, how oysters are not only plentiful and an environmentally conscious choice, they're actually really affordable and long keepers, fresh in comparison with other seafood species. My family's come to rely on oysters more in the past decade because going to the local fish market on the South Coast where I grew up is something akin to a scavenger hunt. You just never know what you're going to find. And we know the seasons for things, whether it's salmon, pink shrimp, Dungeness crab, rockfish, even spot prawns, which we've seen more recently. But with the vagaries in weather and diminished stocks, of course, over the past few decades, the cases can be pretty scanty sometimes. <laughs> it's just not a lot there. Save oysters. Chuck Seafood in Charleston farms its own oysters in Coos Bay. And they sell them fresh in the shell, they sell them shucked, they sell them canned, and they sell them smoked. They're not the only oyster farmer in Coos Bay, though. There are two others, Qualman Oysters, which is also in Charleston, and Clawson Oysters, which is on the other end of the bay in North Bend. So there's lots of choices for local residents, and they supply lots of restaurants and and meet a fair amount of the demand in state for oysters. Oysters, for all their sort of she-she reputation, actually don't even really cost that much on a lot of restaurant menus. We find that we can buy enough oysters to feed four people for about $10. There may be no other type of seafood you can buy to feed four people at that price. So we do several times a year, certainly, when we can't get some other favorite things at the seafood market. And we always make sure to do oysters on the grill at least once a summer, buy a half bushel of oysters fresh from the oyster farmers, fire up the charcoal grill, and just go for it. It's a go big or go home meal, as I described in my column. And that ran on June 17th in the Mail Tribune food section under the headline, Oysters to the Rescue. Of course, meaning that when there's not that much else to be found at the seafood market, oysters can be a coastal cook saving grace. I gave some recipes with that column that I really, really like, particularly in summer. Smoked oyster dip makes really, really nice picnic or potluck fare with smoked oysters. If you can't get them just out of the smoker at a seafood market like Chuck's in Charleston, you can buy them canned and the best quality ones, of course, come from Chuck's. So much different than the ones that are sort of oil-soaked and mushy that people think of when they buy them at a mainstream grocery store. You can still use those in this dip. It would still be delicious with some bacon and hard-cooked eggs, mayonnaise and seasonings. Really, really fun kind of alternative to a party dip. I also gave a recipe for grilled oysters and shrimp with Thai Creole sauce. Another twist on a classic kind of cocktail sauce to serve with your grilled oysters. 
as well as an oyster soup that originated from the cookbook, Cooking Up a Storm, Recipes Lost and Found from the Times-Picayune of New Orleans. So you know that one's authentic. I thought I would share in this podcast a couple of recipes that are ultra, ultra classic, that definitely play up oysters kind of highbrow connotation. One of those being Oysters Rockefeller. Pretty much all of us have heard of this dish, even if we've never tried it. It is a little bit of a process, but the results are pretty impressive, I have to say. With a little bit less effort, a dish that still evokes that Oysters Rockefeller feel are scalloped oysters. And these are from my grandmother, Jane Perry, from my family recipe box. It's a very simple, straightforward recipe and doesn't require blending up things and putting the ingredients back in the oyster shell. It's just baked in a casserole dish. So one gives you some sort of maximum cred and visual appeal, and the other one will still give you those succulent oysters with the crunchy breadcrumb topping. I'm going to start with Oysters Rockefeller, and that calls for three dozen fresh shucked oysters. They're liquid and shells reserved. Six cups rock salt. This is really for the presentation. One stick, which is a half cup butter. A half cup minced onion. A half cup minced celery. And a half cup minced garlic. Six to eight cups packed spinach leaves or two packages. They're about 10 ounces each of frozen spinach that's been thawed. Two cups sliced scallion tops. One cup chopped fresh flat leaf parsley. And one cup chopped watercress. Two tablespoons flour and two tablespoons pernod, which is an anise-flavored liqueur that's often paired with seafood. Three-quarter cup ketchup, a quarter cup Worcestershire sauce, one tablespoon Louisiana hot sauce, a half teaspoon salt, freshly ground black pepper to taste. Start by washing the oyster shells well, scraping off any dirt, and place one cup of the rock salt on each of six serving plates. In a saucepan, melt the one stick butter over medium-high heat. Add the half cup each, minced onion, minced celery, and minced garlic, and cook until wilted for three to five minutes. Add the six to eight cups packed spinach leaves or that thawed frozen spinach, two packages. I find it's helpful when you thaw spinach to sort of squeeze it and squeeze as much water out as possible. Also add the two cups sliced scallion tops to the saute pan and the one cup each chopped fresh flat leaf parsley and watercress. Cook stirring until the vegetables are wilted and then sprinkle in the two tablespoons flour as well as the two tablespoons per no and stir to mix. Add the three quarter cup ketchup and the reserved oyster liquid. Stir well and simmer for two to three minutes. Add the quarter cup Worcestershire sauce and season with the half teaspoon salt, the tablespoon Louisiana hot sauce or about to taste, and the freshly ground black pepper. Place the contents of the saucepan in a food processor and puree. If the mixture becomes too loose, add one to two tablespoons flour to thicken slightly. Adjust the seasonings and cool slightly. Heat the oven to 450 degrees Fahrenheit and place the oyster shells that you've scrubbed really well 
on baking sheets. Place one oyster in the center of each shell and then divide the Rockefeller sauce equally over the oysters. Bake in the preheated oven until they're hot and bubbly, and this takes 10 to 15 minutes. And then place the six oysters in a circle over rock salt on each plate. And that makes six servings of oysters Rockefeller. Classic, again, luxury type dish. Very authentic, straight from the South Coast, are scalloped oysters. And these are from Jane Perry, my grandmother. It calls for two cups coarse breadcrumbs, a quarter cup melted butter, two dozen shucked oysters that have been drained, reserving a quarter cup oyster liquid, a half teaspoon salt, an eighth teaspoon pepper, a dash of cayenne pepper, two tablespoons sherry, two tablespoons half and half, and a teaspoon Worcestershire sauce. Preheat the oven to 425 degrees and combine in a bowl the two cups coarse breadcrumbs and the quarter cup melted butter. Grease a 10 by six by two inch dish and cover the bottom of it with a third of that breadcrumb mixture. Arrange half of the oysters on top and combine the oyster liquid, about a quarter cup, with the remaining ingredients. That's a half teaspoon salt, an eighth teaspoon pepper, a dash of cayenne, two tablespoons sherry, two tablespoons half and half, and a teaspoon Worcestershire sauce. Spoon a half of the sauce over the oysters, then sprinkle with a third more of the breadcrumb mixture, and arrange the remaining oysters on top, then spoon the remaining sauce over and then top with the remaining crumbs. Bake in the preheated 425 degree oven for about 30 minutes. Of course, the oysters will be cooked through before the breadcrumb topping gets crunchy, which you definitely want. And that makes four servings of scalloped oysters. Find the other recipes for oysters with my latest food section column that ran on June 17th under the headline, Oysters to the Rescue in the Mail Tribune's weekly food section, a la carte. You'll find lots more information in that column about oysters, environmental sustainability stamp from the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch program, as well as that old adage of eating shellfish in months spelled with the letter R. I'll let you read the column to figure that one out. Find more recipes for seasonal, regional, summertime entertaining fare on my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.